good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you're joining us from. It is the Growth Movement Podcast. Let's get it happening. Right, all right, all right. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for the Growth Movement Podcast. My name is Zach, and right next to me is the one and only Dave, aka Corporate Dave. Go find him on that social media. We're super excited for this week's episode. Coming to you live right now, maybe not live, whatever, pre recorded from beautiful Greenville, South Carolina. Today, we're talking about a disease, a disease that will cripple you. If you let it win, it's a disease that's so deadly, it sneaks up on you without you even expecting it. The disease is called comparison. Mm, So true. So basically comparison has flooded our culture. Wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's snuck in, in every part of our lives and it's, uh, it's just, it's constantly running through our phone, notifications, the feeds that we're on. I mean, it's just everywhere. You know, it's also in advertising. I mean, almost every billboard is, is selling some sort of comparison of the person that you could be, right? So we both defined comparison, mm-hmm. put a definition behind it, put our own words behind what we think comparison is. What is your definition, Dave? If you're looking at comparison, how would you define that if someone asked about that. Yeah, let me throw that out there. So for me, comparison is reflecting on your life by using someone else's as a mirror. Is it healthy or harmful? It depends on multiple factors, of course, that we're going to be unpacking today. But it's it's really the, the, the kind of comparison that we're trying to talk about today and dive into, I think, because we're going we're gonna to kind of lead with this element of it, is really looking at other people and using them as your estimation Metric. of value of your own life, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that, that's your measuring stick. That's your. But without taking, without taking time to ask some important questions that I think we're going to dive into later, mm-hmm. which are going to show whether that's productive or unproductive. So I'm going to compare my definition to yours. Let's see whose is better. Let's see. So I, I basically put it out there. Seeing the highlight reel, comparison is seeing the highlight reel of another individual or another business that may be in the same field or maybe not even in the same field. Seeing the highlight reel of another individual or another business and viewing that as your ultimate success in relation to where you are now. Mm-hmm. Two big pieces in there. It's the, it's the real and it's the point in the point in time, right? I am so sick of the highlight reel mentality. And I'll tell you this, I'm also sick of the quote-unquote influencers mm-hmm. who pretend like they're hustling. Sure, that are they're renting whatever they're using. Right, mm-hmm. don't, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm sick of that. I'm sick of what social media has deemed successful versus what is not successful. We've gotten away from success being what value you provide. We've gotten away from success being how knowledgeable, what can you give to someone else? And it's all about me. And what are people perceiving of me? And that's not success. That is comparison. 
Because if they perceive me better than that guy, then mm-hmm. I'm successful. Right. Screw that. Like and, that goes and back, it, and it creates a game of you're you're chasing that because whoever has the flashiest thing is the one that gets the most eyes, and the person who gets the most eyes is able to sell the most, you know, advertising. And uh, that the issue the issue with that is we get into this game where we're just constantly running going down this rabbit hole, getting further and further away from what our real values are. Right, right, and and I mean I I see it not so much in Greenville, although it's growing. I think um, it's Greenville growing, going is everywhere, kind right? of its little ecosystem where we haven't really been hit with some of the the crazy influencer stuff as being held in esteem of our business community. Sure. We're still kind of that old South. In the big metros, it's huge, but, right? But here, it's it's taking us a little bit longer. It's a little more of a tail. But it. it's coming, mm-hmm. and and nationally, it's coming. Globally, it's already here. Nationally, it's already here, obviously. But I'm just saying, like that idea if the content you're creating is about the way someone views you i think you're missing it right i think you're missing it yeah you're, you're valuing yourself based on the facade right which the problem is there's no substance there you're all sizzle no steak and boy do i love me some steak absolutely and i'm talking about a little medium rare some wagyu so well, why a, today's is, podcast is about getting into the steak and looking past the sizzle. So we're, you're in the right place. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So why is that important? Like, why is it important for us to not die to this disease mm-hmm. or become infected with this disease? Why is it important to be aware of how we have a pandemic currently running sure. in the U.S. and probably in your town, wherever you are uh, specifically? One, one piece of it is it's really damaging, and kind of this is my take on it, is it's really damaging to, to your self-image and your self-value if you're looking at other people to find that. Right. So if you're constantly, I think we're going to be a little bit harsh on, you know, social media, so Facebook, you know, Instagram, even, you know, Twitter, but, you know, more the, the more visually based content that we're consuming, is it's very easy to see what other people have and think about what you don't, and for that to be this negative spiral that causes you to feel discontent, ungrateful with where you are, and a little bit embittered because, you know, maybe a bit of FOMO. You feel like, what decisions did I make that are causing me to miss out on all these wonderful opportunities that are people taking advantage of? Again, only seeing the tip of the iceberg and not everything else behind it. We're going to get into, you know, timing and context and what they had to lose to get to that point. But I think one of the main reasons that we have to diagnose if this disease is affecting us, and I think if we're all honest with each other, it is. At At some some, level. Yeah, at some point in our life, it has affected us. Right. And I think if if you look back at the decisions that you've made, you can point out some and say, that wasn't me being authentic and choosing something that I felt was the best thing for me mm-hmm. or for the people I'm trying to serve. I did that because I wanted, we'll call it more likes, right? Because we're picking on social media. Sure. Or you, you, you just don't even know who you're trying to serve. Mm-hmm. You don't even know what your end goal is. Or like, am I really out here to get likes or to provide value? And mm-hmm. if I'm trying to provide value, because I do think, right, at the core of human beings, we want to be valued, which means we are looking for ways to provide value. Mm-hmm. We've just shifted to this reacted, reaction-oriented value as opposed to proactive value, where I'm going out seeking to give value. Now we're at this reactive, I'm 
here waiting to receive value. Mm-hmm. And well, we've, we definitely have been become consumers and constantly chasing the next scratch to an itch. And even in the way that we perform whatever our duties are for the day, it's become that a very short life cycle for whatever we're working mm-hmm. on and adding true value and, and following your vision for your life and chasing purpose and living a purposeful life where you actually are fulfilled takes a long-term approach. It takes yeah. little investments every day for the long-term outcomes. And if you're constantly chasing in a bunch of different directions to try to scratch every little itch of, well, maybe that would be good for me or this person's finding success here or there, you're going to miss out on that long-term, uh, you know, enriching life right. because you're constantly going in a million different directions. And I think that uh, I love I love quotes. I'm going to throw one in here real Hit quick. Me. And yeah. uh, I'm going to be that guy for most of the show. So if you don't like quotes, go ahead and skip past you my sections. You are corporate Dave, so you're very you by it. the book. Uh, good old Teddy, Theodore Roosevelt, said mm. that comparison is the thief of joy. And I think that speaks a lot to the disease part that we're talking about here. Because when you're looking at other people's highlight reel, it's fun at first because everybody likes to look at glamorous things or or winning but it always comes with it this nasty aftertaste of a reduction in your own personal happiness you know and i think it's good that we reframe some of this so that we can be happy for those people because it doesn't mean that we when we look at someone else we have to feel that way and negative towards them or about ourselves and we'll kind of talk about that shift in mindset but it is something where if you're constantly doing that and using other people as the measuring stick for your own life you are not going to find a fulfilling and happy life. By Very doing true. That. Because you're, you're missing where you're at. Right. You're missing your journey. You're, mis- you're missing your next step. And in the struggle, you grow. In the struggle, you learn more about yourself. You appreciate more of what you have. You know, if we can throw it back to when we were kids, or if you have kids, seeing them when you give them a gift, right? Awesome. I love this. Whatever it is, this is a cool gift. But then when they have to work for the gift or work for that thing and they have to save their allowance for that thing, their buddy may have gotten the gift right away, Mm -hmm. right? And that's cool. That's awesome. He's already got it. You as the kid, you're looking at your friend saying, man, that's what I want. Like, I want that. I want that thing. And then all of a sudden your buddy just kind of, fizzles out with it it's done it's whatever you are working you're still working and then you get it that payoff is huge thing is huge Mm -hmm. you love it it is yours you take care of it you protect it you're offended if someone doesn't like it like you have worked so hard for that thing that it is yours Mm -hmm. and i think that's what we're missing when we look at oh that person is driving a g-wagon and he says he has all this stuff and he's worth X amount of money, that worth X amount of money doesn't mean it's in his bank account. Right. You know, money on paper isn't money that you can spend. It's true. So he's, he may be worth all that and he may be blasting that all over social media. And that is awesome. Wish him success. And if there's something you can learn from him, learn it, but then stick in your growth mode, stick in your movement, Mm -hmm. right? Definitely. Whatever your movement is, be committed to it. And when it gets hard, you got to buck up. You got to be right there to match the level of intensity that you need to bring because the world is not Facebook. Mm-hmm. The world does not give you likes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a, wow, what you said there has an impact in a lot of ways, but 
I just, I just think through the times in my life where I have been given things and just how, how much less I valued them. Sure. Cared about them. You know, how they were, they were a momentary fix for a long-term, a long-term problem. If I, if I did think that I was going to find, you know, fulfillment or enrichment or happiness in that thing, man, it's just like, Oh, version 2.0 came out. Well, Better get that one now. I could care less about this. And now I'm just, I'm right back into my discontent again. And by putting that time in and working for it and earning it, and also by having that, that time up front that you pay for it, it also means you thought about it. You decided over a longer period of time, this is something mm -hmm. that I want. You work towards it. Well, that means that you truly value it, right? Because That's most right. of the things that we just go out and grab, you know, or we, you know, pull out a credit card and go into debt for something because we think it's going to, you know, give us some sort of meaning in life and then it doesn't, that was a momentary decision. You know, that was mm -hmm. kind of reactionary, which is something you talked about. Right, um, right. As opposed it, to you had planned out and you knew this is my next step to get me to my end goal. Mm -hmm. And you had a why behind it, which is, I think is something important mm -hmm. for us to keep in mind you know, kind of throughout the process of life is asking you, you know, what your, what your why is and are we following that? And this actually kind of ties into one of my, my next points that, you know, focusing on, focusing on someone else's possessions, relationships, career, or even just general progress interrupts our momentum as we're working towards our goal. It throws mm -hmm. us into like analysis paralysis. And then what I mean by that is if we're looking throughout the, the kaleidoscope of other people's lives that are out there that we're just getting flooded with on a daily basis, right? We're constantly having to shift and make decisions of, is this important? Should I chase after that? Is this the thing that's going to get me the most satisfaction out of life? Or is this what people will look at me and think, wow, you really succeeded and you are a, a massive success or, you know, looking at all those things. And even if it's, even if it's helpful and just saying, wow, I think my business, or I think, you know, if I'm an, if you're more of an intrapreneur, like what you, what you mentioned before in previous right, podcasts, right. Uh, like myself, you're like, wow, is this going to really grow my department? Or is this going to, you know, have a, a big effect on the net profits of the company or whatever it might be versus getting mm -hmm. in your lane and really driving down on, you know, what's, what's important and the different processes that you've already got in place and have, have invested time in. Because if you're going in a million different directions, you're never going to make progress towards what you've defined as your right, goal. right, because you can't. Mm -hmm. Time is finite, so if you're trying to pull in all these other things because that's what you've seen someone else do, and there's nothing wrong with seeing, hey, that's a great thing. I'm going to commit to that. But if you're comparing your department to someone else's or your growth in business to someone else's, then you're going to always be stressing, like you said, to get to that next point. You miss it that you miss where you're at. You miss your opportunity to grow what is right in front of you. And I think, too, there's beauty in everyone having a different timeline. Mm -hmm. There's absolute... Because, like, I can go to someone and say, hey, like, you're a lot longer along or we're the same age, but you're doing X, Y, and Z, and I want to do X, Y, and Z. Can you tell me, like, what are you doing? Like, how did you get here celebrating their success and learning along the way, not looking at that person saying, they make six figures, I don't. Mm -hmm. They live downtown in their apartment, I don't. I want to live downtown in that apartment. You don't know how much of their monthly income they're spending to have that image. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and if that image means, you know, $2,000 a month to them and you don't have $2,000 a month, then that image is more important to them than it is to you. That's true. And that timeline for them to be at a certain stage does not mean you have to be there. I got married later. Mm-hmm. All my friends were married. All of them. Some of them, like, having kids. And I wasn't married. I started a job. Out of college, I started two internships. A lot of my friends were working big five um, accounting firms, making good money. I mean, stri- literally, I can think of one friend lived in San Francisco, drove around, I think it was a Jaguar. I think he had a Jag. Drove around in a Jag, posted all these pictures on social media, posted all this stuff about like these steakhouses and, you know, like the eating at wherever and a glass of whiskey right there. And I was just sitting there in my parents' house. <laughs> yeah. Give us some context. Yeah. There I'm in my parents' house going to a job where I don't get paid because it's an internship working towards something that I really wanted. And I, I sat there and think, oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? Why am I not going out and just like getting a job somewhere? And, and I know there's a million stories like that out there, but my timeline was so much different. And for anyone listening, things did turn around. I did end up getting hired. I did move my way up. It was in the sports world to director of ticket sales to MC that kind of launched a whole bunch of incredible public image, which was great. I got to meet so many people that I would have never met if I had a nine to five job, mm-hmm. so many people, I mean, I, I, it's just that, that has launched everything for me. Right. Because I, I do like meeting people. So that has been way more monumental for me than being able to eat at steakhouses. And, and just to chase after the lifestyle that he was presenting, that you were watching the highlight reel of, you would have had to sacrifice the things you were truly passionate about mm-hmm. to have things that you didn't care that much about, right? Yep. To please people that you probably didn't even know. I mean, you know, th- think about the trade-off. And, you know, for the people that are listening, and we all have these decisions in life, you can make the decision to get some of those things that you want and that you like that are on those highlight reels. But there's a cost. Yeah. And the cost could be you passing on your passion, you know, on, mm-hmm. on the career that you really find enjoyment in, fulfillment, that you get deep work out of, you miss out on, uh, you miss out on the things that, that are true to who you are because you're looking at someone else's life and saying, well, maybe that's what I should have done. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what I do need. I thought these things were important to me, but now that I'm watching somebody else, I kind of question my own motives and priorities which is okay from time to time, but at some point you, have, okay to, with you the have to take a deep introspective look at yourself and say, this is what matters. Right. And these other things that are trying to pull my attention don't align with that. Right. Because it, it, it's to your point, I think it's good for us to self check to say, Hey, like, am I going after? Cause I did, I self checked three years ago mm-hmm. and said, is sports what I really want? Mm-hmm. Like dating someone seriously about to get engaged, I had the ring. Mm. That was a very introspective Ooh, that look. Moment, that moment in life. You're just, just looking down on it. I mean, there were times that I would just sit in my room, like on the end of my bed, just look down on it and just be like, well. 
and just goes all that those stage in life, thousands of dollars. Like you invest, you've invested your whole life up to that point into right. building into this like ball of potential, and you have so many huge decisions to make it, that are right in front of you. But when I rechecked, it was not like this. And, and I was a little bit older. I mean, not not older, older, but I had kind of gone through some career. I was twenty eight, twenty seven, something like that, and and was sitting down there saying, okay. I know I do not want to be tied to a desk from eight to five. I know that I want some freedom to be able to grow something mm-hmm. and manage a team and work with other people to motivate them to do better. So like all these things were starting to fall into line for me. So when I self-checked and I relooked, I was like, all right, sports is not it mm-hmm. because at sports in sports, I'm there nine to five and I'm there six o'clock to 11 for the game. So like sports is not it. Mm-hmm. When I was single, sports was it. That was the jam. I but was it was a gateway to get it. to the next level. Right? right. So then in that look, it was not me looking to compare myself to someone else to say, I want the things he has, or I want the quote unquote lifestyle he portrays. It was me looking at what is important to me in that self-check. So you've got to really become throwing it back, self-aware, to be able to advance to this comparison to know where to move. So how do you move? How do you make that transition, mm-hmm. right? If you're in that rut, if you're at a point of saying, okay, I'm, I am compared. I, I'm, I'm comparing myself. I actually kind of resonate with this a little bit. Or I know someone that I care about mm-hmm. gets stuck in this all the time. They're always talking about, oh, why am I not doing this, blah, blah, blah. How do you show or how do you personally take actionable steps to defeat comparison. I think it's good to know where you are on the spectrum. First Mm -hmm. thing, you know, how much is this having an impact on you? Cause I think that tells you and is a little bit indicative of how much you need to swing back the other direction and course correct, you know? So if comparison is really been debilitating to you, IE you're in the Zach that you were just talking about's position. However, you haven't made that decision. You haven't taken a deep look. You haven't decided to move away from the eight to five or from a sports career and move into a direction that has the kind of long-term scope that you're looking for in life, figure out where you're at, do a little, do a little bit of uh, diagnostics on yourself. And then I think you need to figure out what your core values are. And I think as we go through these different episodes, you're going to see some reoccurring themes. And part of that is knowing what your, what your purpose is. And you're going to have to build that over time and you're going to have to chip away at it each day, you know? I think that's good, learning your core values. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... Because I think a lot of us feel like they're by, by default, but if you ask people, they would have a lot of different answers, which is mm-hmm. interesting. And they're going to change, I think, over time. Mm-hmm. Because I think the point in time that you're in, like I got, you know, I had a kid 16 months ago. My values changed a bunch. The first time that I held her, I was like, Man, I just took a bunch of steps backwards and put her way at the forefront of what mm. I considered to be important. And it was kind of that weird out-of-body experience, you know, where you're just holding this tiny human being that has all this potential and you feel all these new emotions just rush in. Well, I wouldn't have felt that way before I, I held her or before that moment came along. So it wouldn't have been valuable for me to think about core values for my future yeah. When I was 10, 10 years prior to that situation, right? right? So you do have to do a, a check-in from time to time and figure out, 
what's important to me now. And I think it's, your community helps with that. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's why it's important. You cannot be for this, right? We do, we do want to grow a community because we've seen the value in our own lives. So it cannot be just yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. You need to be self-aware. You need to know your goals, your ambitions, what is important, what do you value, and what are your core values. But you need to communicate that to someone you care about so that they can hold you accountable to those as well. Yeah, hearkening back to self-awareness where we talked about... Hearkening. Hearkening. Is that a, is that a word? I feel like it is. Hearkening. Yeah, we'll no, to, I love it. That's we'll huge. We'll That's to, incredible. We'll have to look that one hearkening up. Hearkening back. Just to make sure. Uh, echoing sentiments from a previous episode. Jeez, <laughs> how do you come up with this off the top? I, I really can't really like, can tell you. It's why I'm here. Yeah. yeah, no, it is why you're here. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was awesome. That was perfect. <laughs> okay, so back to the hark. Uh <laughs> In a previous episode about self-awareness, we were talking about the importance of the importance of using people in your life to to put a spotlight on different things you might not be you know, fully aware of. And I think that's important in comparison is that it's not good to use everyone as a mirror for who you are yeah. and, and whether or not you're a value. But it is good to curate your circle, like what we're talking about, and choose the right people who are going to give you the kind of feedback that is going to help you and figuring out who, who those people are, whether it's friends, family, uh, other people that are in your kind of vein of work, whatever that might be, right, right. and ask them, hey, from, from your perspective, you know, what, what do I need to be doing? What are the things that I should be focusing on? And use those people, not everyone with, with the shiny things that seem to be winning, but the people that you kind of know on a deeper level and ask them to give you um, a kind of a comparative analysis and help and help you figure out, look, I might not be there now, but I can definitely make it, be making decisions at this moment that will move me in that direction That's over right. time. And That's then, right. and then build those things up, those, those pillars of your life that are your principles and then double down on those things that move you in alignment with that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think step number one, you have got, you've got to know your principles. Mm-hmm. You just have to. So if you don't, and if you haven't written them down, write them down. I'm sorry, I moved away from the mic for a minute. I'm pulling my wallet out, and I've got, I've carried this in my wallet. Look at this. I haven't seen this years. car before. Yeah, so this is things that, that I value, mm. things that are important to me. And these, these, main, these aren't so much core values per se, but they're just things that I look at to remind myself, one, Never give up, no matter what. Never give up. Always over-deliver to anyone I'm talking to. To value, always over-deliver. Never seek excuses. Always collaborate. Be confident and respect others. Learn from every failure. Show up for more opportunities. So not show up for opportunities. Show up for more opportunities, which Mm. means I'm always looking for opportunities. And then the last one, never give up. So those are things that like... I like how you bookend that. I've literally... I mean, I've carried this in my wallet for the longest time. I didn't see Corporate Dave in there. That hurts a little Corp- bit. Well... Maybe on the back of the card. Still, You're never there. give up because I'm, I'm always... You're never going to give up on me? I'm never going to give up on Corporate Dave. But, but those are the things, though, that we, you need to at least write down. And everyone's going to process things differently. So if you do process by like writing and visually... Put your core values on paper mm-hmm. and then never stray from it. Because I think ultimately, too, there's a huge payoff if you do this, right? 
So in your opinion, someone that can overcome comparison, what is out there on the positive side of this for them? Because it's going to be tough, right, with any change. And this whole podcast, the whole reason we're doing this is to curate and create change and then help manage that change for anyone listening. So if someone is growing and they start the movement for themselves, mm-hmm. there's going to be times that'll suck. And we kind of talk through that, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta, you're, you're looking at all these other people. They're way ahead of you. You might seem like you're way behind. So there's that piece. But then you decide, all right, I'm going to double down on these core values. And one, I'm going to have my core values. Two, I'm going to have people around me, a great community, you know, uh, and, and three, I'm going to have those people speaking to me right. and keep me on track. What is the light at the end of the tunnel for them? I think the light at the end of the tunnel is you live a intentional and purpose-driven life that moves you in a direction that you've chosen and that, the, that has predetermined to have the payoffs that you're, that you're looking for versus what other people are defining. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. also... Using, using comparison in a positive way, because it's not all just negative, you can use other people as productive benchmarks and fuel to motivate you towards the outcomes that you truly want from life. And through that, now people aren't using you, i.e., as just advertising, right? Mm-hmm. You're not just another click on whatever bait that they threw out there. You are taking those people that you've chosen to propel you towards the future that you've decided is important and what you're actually looking for in terms of the outcomes in life. So, How do we identify that, though? Because the whole podcast we've been talking about, don't compare, don't compare. People are going to be way ahead of you. So now we're all of a sudden hearing and because here I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to sound like feel like I'm I'm arguing, but like how do we look then and say, all right, that person is way ahead of me. I agree or I want to be where they're at. Mm-hmm. But how do I cut through the noise of are they just BSing their way through social media or are they truly successful? How do you distinguish that? Because I have a couple ways. Yeah, sure, absolutely. I think there's a couple. I think there's a couple ways, but as I'm thinking through it, one, you have to kind of keep tabs on them for a longer period of time than just you know a couple clicks on the internet, because right. you're going to really see that person as a whole and realize, man, everybody has trade-offs, everybody has hard days, and if you if all you see is positives being shared by that person, man, they're they're leaving a lot of stuff out. Right. So I think it's right. important to reach out to those people. When, it's, when you're able to, and ask them, hey, what did it, uh, what did it cost you to get to this, to get to this point in life, like and really question. dig deep, you know, and we're talking about the iceberg, you know, you're only seeing that, the kind of pinnacle of success, but if you, if you dive deep into the water, and ask them the, the hard questions, and hear about, you know, the, the early mornings, and the late nights, and the times they had to, they had to go paycheck to paycheck or even right, beyond right. D- deep, not into, taking a paycheck, diving or, deep into debt, yeah, um, yeah. you know, or sacrificing relationships or, you know, weekends, whatever that might be. I used to really enjoy watching, you know, skateboarding and, and BMX biking, and all that stuff growing up. And I thought it'd be so awesome back in, uh, you know, 
the nineties. Sure. When, yeah. when Antonio Hawk was huge, I used to think, man, how amazing it would it be to this guy who just gets paid money to just, you know, hang out and play around on a skateboard. Uh, until I heard one of his interviews and found out that he broke either every bone in his body or almost yeah, every bone in his like body. And then Travis multiple Pastrana, and then multiple thing. times. Yeah. Oh, that's a huge cost. So when I look at a guy that they're making he's on t shirts, has his own shoes, it looks like he's just his career is basically just having fun, you know, and making all this money and there's video right. games designed after him. Then you hear, Oh, it would require me basically going through torture. To achieve yeah, that, yeah, you and have to I, break your I better make sure body. that's everything I want down to my very core. If I'm willing to pay that, mm-hmm. that's a uh, that's a big that's a big that's you separation not from what you originally thought. The cost you is not worth where he's at, exactly. and so you've got to trade off. Mm-hmm. Here's here's an actionable step that I want to leave listeners with as well. If this is something that I think is important for anyone that is a young professional, right? So we'll say right out of college through, I don't know, 35, 37, 38, whatever that timeline can be. If you consider yourself young at heart, throw yourself in that, in that mix. But we need to be seeking our personal board of advisors. Mm. And I don't mean just peer-to-peer, right? Because peer-to-peer, we're going to get things we want to hear. Like, oh, man, like the boomer generation sucks. Like they're the one that, did this to us and whatever. Like there's going to be all this negativity. We need to go find people that are older than us that are retiring the way we want to retire. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be different, right? But not ask them, what job did you have and how much did you make? And tell me about your pension. Cause the world is completely different, but get to know the root and the core of what they valued, why they valued it. And then how they put the steps behind it to protect the relationships they have and move forward. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying, I mean, if your end goal is literally, I want to own a yacht and just sail around all day and it's not family or anything else, then go find a dude that's been, you know, divorced five times, mm-hmm. but has millions of dollars and has everything of the stuff you want. That's fine. You go find that. That's not who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about someone who has retired well you see that person surrounded by family, surrounded by friends. You see that individual who is retired or moving towards retirement and their pictures are filled with true joy. Mm-hmm. Their life is filled with fulfillment. Right. Those are the people that you need to go seek after. So I have about five guys on my board of advisors. I go to them mm-hmm. and whether we're playing golf or we're going to a brewery, or I, we just go get coffee somewhere. Like, those are the guys that I'm talking to. And I'm telling, I mean, I can think of one right now. Russ Davis was a sales trainer. And, I mean, the dude is, is living it. Lives on a golf course. He and his wife go play golf every day. He and his wife go visit their kids, see his grandkids. Love that. He, so he's, he is living a fulfilled life. And that is someone that I go and I glean information from. So go find your board of advisors. The payoff is that the minute you can get away from comparing where you're at Mm -hmm. to someone else means that you can start to experience fulfillment, joy, growth on your timeline that will propel you way farther than just getting to another checkpoint. Without a doubt. Wow. That's 
as powerful. The more the more I think about it, comparison is just is so toxic unless you leverage it in the right way. And we just need to make sure that through each day, as we move forward, that we have the mindset of only using comparison on our own terms to affect change in the way that we want and using the right people to help get us there. That's a powerful impact. By the way, a quick shout out from Miriam Webster. I did check out Harkin Ooh. to give respectful attention. So just want to Harkin, Harkin did fit. There it is. That was literally perfect. Well, hey, thank you guys for joining us. It really is amazing to have you as a part of our growth movement community. We find a ton of value in you listening, and we hope you find a lot of value in what we're delivering to you. Um, if you do find value, it would be monumental for you to leave a five-star feedback with us, a five-star review, share us with friends and other people that you think have the same mindset that want to grow and get better. And we want to hear from you. So feel free to send us a note or an email, send it to growthmvmt at gmail.com, or you can just send us a text to 864-280-9631 with any topic ideas or stories. Hey, keep moving. We'll check in next time. Come in between your bottom of my entity. If I-